Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Are you exercising faith when you're flying? Hello? Why? Because you have no idea who's up front. You don't know the pilot at all. You just sit in the back and go, here we go. Now, what if you did that day one and announcement comes? Good morning. I'm Pilot John. Love to have you. Enjoy this flight. This is my first time ever flying. Where would you be? Yeah, just like me, baby. I'm off this plane. I'm gone. See, we live by faith. But when we get to spiritual things, we don't seem to get it. Yeah, this whole faith thing seems to be difficult to get a grasp on, but maybe we're overthinking it. Jesus said that a child could understand the kingdom of God, so why is this so hard for us? Maybe it's fear. Fear of letting go of control of our lives or fear of what we think God's going to have us do. Pastor Mark will be teaching about what faith is according to the Bible and the obstacles that we sometimes put up to keep from being accountable to God. He will also be encouraging us to exercise faith towards God in the same way we do in many small ways every day. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Acts chapter 5 with part one of his message. Because God says so, I will take steps of faith and impact my world. Lord, let us hear your Because God says so, I will, number one, listen. Well, why would I listen? Well, because God speaks today. We gave you five ways that God speaks, but the main way he speaks to us is from simply the word of God. I will not only listen, but I will obey. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's not enough. It's not enough just to listen. When we listen and obey, we get to enjoy the blessings of God. He honors us. He blesses us because we're being used by him. Now, our role model, as always, as Christ followers, is Jesus Christ. Notice what Jesus says here in John 8, 29. I have it for you. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. The key word is pleases him. Well, Paul picked up on this and he made the same statement for you and I, the same goal for you and I. Here it is, 2 Corinthians 5, 9. So we make it our goal, you, a Christ follower, to please him. So the first thing you want to write this morning is this. Our listening and obedience pleases God and of course, blesses us. That is our goal. But there's one more key to pleasing God beside listening and doing. 
I want you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. You'll see where it is for those of you that are new to the faith and just coming in and maybe don't even have a Bible, but you got one this morning. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Now, this whole chapter is about this thing called faith. And let's just read what it says. How else can I please God other than listening and obeying? Here it is. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So here's what you want to write. Interesting statement. It is impossible to please God without exercising faith. Now, the natural question would come up for many people, and even all of us, sometimes we forget this faith deal. Well, you're in the right chapter, Hebrews 11, scoot right back to verse 1. Here is a definition of faith, right? You look at it, right? Verse 1 on your iPad, whatever, your Bible. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Now, simple kind of definition from that verse that you can write down this morning. Faith is complete confidence that God will do what he said, what he promised to you and me. So when you understand that, the next question you're going to have is, well, if I can't please God without faith, now I know what it is. Well, how do I get this faith? Well, let me read to you Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Our faith is always based in a person. And that person is God. Our faith is based on the character, the power, and the faithfulness of God. As we read and study God's word, it builds our faith. Because we see the character of God, his word's always true, he never fails, he never lies, and we learn to trust God in what he says. And so that gives us a great jump start into this thing called faith. So living by faith, trusting him in his word, pleases God. It's not an event, it's a lifestyle. When we think about faith, and you'll see that in chapter 11 a lot, Faith is actually spelled R-I-S-K. Here's a guy that's getting ready to step out. Well, that's what we're all called to do in lots of different ways. So let's just spell it together. R-I-S-K. It's a risk. Now, why is that a risk? Well, remember the Bible says, your word is a lamp to my feet, first step, What's the next one? I don't really know. But sometimes just that one is a little dicey, isn't it? When God challenges us to do something, you'll see that in our passage today. So when we see this faith thing, that risk comes. Now, when you see that risk, here's something else you need to see. This shows us the lifestyle. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk or live by faith, not by sight. That doesn't mean we cover our eyes. We're talking spiritually. We, we walk by faith. And so what are we on this morning? We're not, well, Pastor Mark, I'm going to use faith this week. 
And then next week, I'll go back to my normal way. No, 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 no. Every Christ follower is on a journey of faith, which simply means we're taking risk, or another word you can use is ventures. We're taking adventures of faith designed by God. When God challenges us, we have some options. Here they are. I can either obey when he asks me to step out, And it could be as simple as stepping out and sharing your faith at work or in your neighborhood or in school. I either going to obey or disobey. If I obey, there's probably going to be a risk. If I disobey, all I'm doing is resisting God. I'm saying, no, I'm not really interested. When you see that, those options, it's pretty clear what this is all about. Faith, well, it's kind of like this. Some of you bought a whole set of these in January 1. (laughs) By February 1, they'll be at the Goodwill. (laughs) You didn't lose the weight. You exercised for three days in a row, and it's fantastic, and you forgot it. I'm bringing guilt to you this morning. (laughs) Now, faith is like a muscle. It has to be exercised. And that's why God says, step out. Exercise your faith. To be honest, we have a lot of Christians that are pretty flabby. Just look at your neighbors. No, don't do that at all. (laughs) It has to be exercised. You say, well, Pastor, this faith thing, I'm not like really into that. Well, when you came in this morning... You had faith. You had, everybody lives by faith. When you came in, you sat in that chair. You didn't go to the chair and go, honey, you think this thing will hold me? You just did this. This morning when you take medicine, remember I was hospital pharmacy director 25 years. I'm not anymore. Well, the medicine you took, was it good or bad? Well, Pastor Mark says right on there, where was it made? Here, where we have rules and regulations or in somebody's basement overseas? Really? Careful, careful. How many fly? How many fly? You fly at least once or twice a year, whatever. I do a lot of flying because a lot of mission stuff. Well, think about this. You know, when we get on a plane, here's the front of the plane. When we get on the plane, we always go this way and go to the back. Do you have faith to fly? Are you exercising faith when you're flying? Hello? Why? Because you have no idea who's up front. You don't know the pilot at all. You just sit in the back and go, here we go. Now, what if you did that day one? An announcement comes, good morning, I'm Pilot John, love to have you, enjoy this flight, this is my first time ever flying. Where would you be? Yeah, just like me, baby, I'm off this plane, I'm gone. See, we live by faith, but when we get to spiritual things, we don't seem to get it. So you're going to see this morning how to exercise our faith as we walk through the scriptures together. Now, if you will, turn with me to Acts chapter 5. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts chapter 5. Let me give you a summary of the first part of this passage. The apostles had been challenged by God in Matthew 28 to go and make disciples. And they're to start in Jerusalem. They'd stepped out by faith. They were teaching. They were ministering in Jerusalem. And actually some of the outlying areas. They were having great influence, 
As many people who were in the dead Jewish religion, rules, regulations, and rituals, had no answer to life. And these people were coming, and they had amazing insight and impact on these people. Influence was really good. People loved them. Many were coming to salvation, like amazing numbers. People were being healed. People were delivered from demons. Now, while all this is happening in the kind of the public area of the synagogue, look what happens in verse 17. Then the high priest and all his associates were members of the party of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. Let me just say this to you. Write this down because you're going to experience this for yourself. When we step out in faith, To obey God, Satan often steps up and presents problems, persecution, all kinds of things. Now, that should never surprise us. Jesus said in this world, you're going to have trouble. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. So it's just a normal kind of thing. So you're going to see they're out witnessing. They've stepped out in faith. They're exercising their muscle. Boom, they're in jail. But you never have to worry because understand, it's no problem because God is greater than Satan. So even though it's going to be uncomfortable, it's not going to be easy as we go through it, you know what the outcome is going to be. Now, verse 19. So here they are in jail, the apostles. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts where they'd been that day before. He said, and tell the people, I love this because of our day and age, the full message of new life. You know, our world, especially in America, in our pulpits, there's many wonderful churches, but tons of churches, they're diluting the word of God to nothing. Notice what the angel says, the full, the full, the full message of the new life. Now, put yourself in that jail this morning. Not that we would be jail, but we never know what's going to happen in this country. Could happen to all of us, starting with the pastors. We just go with it and see what happens. Put yourself there. God supernaturally intervenes and comes and says to the disciples, now, I want you to go back to the same place and share the same good news as yesterday. Now, if you're the disciples and you spent the night, during the night, you're in jail. What are you thinking? I'm thinking of saying to the angel, uh, could we take a week off? This is pretty difficult. Or how about a, another place in Jerusalem where the Sadducees aren't watching us? No, they didn't say that at all. So what did they have? When, when the angel says, go back to the same place you were yesterday and do the very same thing, teach. They have some choices. Are they going to obey? And by the way, would you say the next day, same risk or more risk? more risk. You're going to obey? Take a risk? Are you going to disobey? God, another time. Thank you very much. And resist what God says. Well, you'll see what happens. They're going to take a step of faith. They're going to step out again, even though it's more risky. How do I know that? Look at verse 21. At daybreak. At daybreak. They enter the temple courts as they had been told. Because God says so, I will obey. I'll take a step of faith. 
That's exactly what happened. And they began to teach the people. This is our title for the fourth week. Here it is. Write it down this morning. Because God says so, we will take steps, because it's a lifestyle, of faith and impact our world. See, God saved us, not just for us. When the church turns inward, the church is over. It has to be inward to grow us, mature us, as Ephesians says, and then outward to impact our world. God didn't set them free that night from prison for their comfort. But he set them free to stay on mission, to go and tell the people the message of life. The apostles stepped out in faith, obeyed without questioning. Now notice their response, their obedience. It was immediate and it was bold. At daybreak, there they go. They didn't wait, but as soon as it was light, there they are teaching the people at the temple courts in the very same place they were the day before. Now hold your finger right there. You're in the right book, Acts. Go back chapter 4, verse 29. Go back chapter 4, 29. Because you're going to see what they are experiencing they prayed for. Back in Acts chapter 4, they were also having trouble with the religious leaders. Because religious leaders were jealous. They hated Jesus. They hated this guy that supposedly was raised from the dead. And they were persecuted in chapter 4. After they got persecuted... They met together with the Christians. Here we are at the end of Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Look at what their prayer is. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants. Notice they didn't say this. Your top 12 boys. (laughs) We're just all what? Servants of the Most High God. Don't get a heady with this. We're just all servants. Consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with, with what? Tell me. Great boldness. And stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. What was happening? That's exactly what was happening. It was an answer to prayer. Here's a little clue. You want to be used by God to take steps of faith? Ask God for open doors. Pray for it. Believe it. Because that kind of prayer pleases God big time. Because he came for the whole world. When you see this, what was this message of life? How could you define it? Well, not long ago, we did on some Wednesday nights, kind of how to share your faith. Simple ways, lots of different ways. The bridge illustration in many ways. You don't want to give a canned presentation necessarily by any way. But you need to know the principles. This is Paul telling us where every person has been when they were born. Remember, every person is born with a sin nature. The DNA from Adam and Eve came down to all of us. We all have a sin nature. And we sin by practice. Not just by nature, by practice. Now watch what Paul says. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and many sins. Now you can explain this to an unbeliever. Some of you here, you're dead in your sins. You say, Best America, I'm not dead at all. I'm looking at you and listening to you. Now I'm talking about your spirit. See, the real you will live forever in eternity. This old body is going to dust. It started in dust. It's going right back to dust. People always ask me, Pastor Mark, is cremation bad? No. All it does is speed up what embalming does. Boom. You're all going to go back to dust. It's dust. It's dust. On 9-11, was there anybody cremated? Thousands of people. Well, God's going to have a hard time putting them back together. 
What God are you serving? By the way, we're getting a new one. Hallelujah. You just take that frame, put it up there, and be good. Ladies, say amen right now. I know you are. All that work in front of the mirror, that's gone. Praise God. Let me get back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Ooh, what we're talking about is, notice he says, you're dead. That means death, in that sense, spiritual means separation. That's what death means, separation from God. No, notice, you used to live in sin, lifestyle, and just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander, the powers, and the unseen world. So some of you here have never come to Christ. You're resigning, you're living a life apart from God. And you're searching, like these people were searching. We were never designed to be in the state of separated from God because man can't direct his own life. So look at the rest of this verse. This is the next part that happens. Let's say these two words together. But God. How many are glad for but God today? (laughs) By the way, those of you that aren't saved yet or maybe you're backslidden, we all started the same way. Every single person in this room had to make a choice. I'm either going to obey God and ask forgiveness and get saved and follow him, or I'm going to resist him. Everyone did it. But God is so rich in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, let's read it. He gave us life. What is the life message? There it is. What does life mean? Abundant life. John 10, 10. That I now can follow God and my sins are gone. All the guilt is gone, and I follow Jesus, and I do that by listening, obeying, and taking steps of faith. That's the Christian walk. Then he says this, when he raised Christ from the dead, and then this little note, it is only by God's grace that you've been saved. See, some of you think you're going to get to heaven because you're good. I'm glad you're good, but good isn't good enough. In the Bible, good is perfect. So good people don't go to heaven. Only forgiven people go to heaven. You'll never earn it. You'll never climb that ladder. So that's just a very simple way from Paul, and yet very powerful explanation of how all of us are sinners and how all of us can choose to become believers. What were the disciples doing when they're talking about that message of life? Well, they're on mission. They're on mission. What is the church mission? Well, Jesus simply said it like this in Luke 19. For the Son of Man came to seek and save that which is lost. Well, who's lost? Everybody. Everybody's lost. They're dead in sin. These disciples are on mission. We have to be on mission. Notice, Jesus came to seek us sinners, share the good news, transfer their lives for eternity. Jesus is gone. He's in heaven. You and I carry the mission. That's what we've been assigned. Not pastors. Every Christ follower. You know, it wasn't a pastor that spoke to this young lady. It was just one of the guys in our harbor that ministered to those young adults. He did it. It wasn't the pastor that bought her a room to spend the night in a hotel. That was a bunch of people just like you that got together. And what happened? By the way, that equals... The mission is the value and impact of one, V-I-O. It was good for Pastor Mark to remind us that we exercise faith all of the time, every day. It should become natural and normal for us to do the same regarding spiritual activities. We need to remember, too, that faith can only be increased by exercising it. As we obey God and reap the blessings of obedience, we will notice our trust in God increasing as well. 
There's so much to learn from Pastor Mark's current series, so be sure to join us again. In the meantime, we'd like to offer you a CD copy of today's message for your own archives or for you to share with friends and family. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on Order a Message at the top of the page. There you'll be asked for the mailing information and be sure to include today's date. Each CD costs $5 to cover materials and shipping. Again, to order your CD copy, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue the message, Because God says so, I will take steps of faith and impact my world. He will tell us more about the example of the apostles and how they took a stand for Jesus. We will find out how God honored their obedience and faith as they told the people about what Jesus did for them through His death and resurrection. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching through this series, Because God Says So, I Will Take Steps of Faith and Impact My World. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurting world a new hope he is giving